last time on Incredible Critics. It's no, line. It's, not, it's not an American war movie. It's not, it's, not, it's not a good war movie. It's just a boring, it is boring not film. One of those war movies. But some guy was like, right. I'm going to shoot this with my camera. I got an idea. I'm not going to die like this. So, what, quick question. So, you're saying that he's just <laughs> eh. Who, who's a better director making films right now? <laughs> better than Chris? There's a lot of directors out there. I'm, I'm asking. Uh, you I would need name time. I would need time to come up with my top. My top. Okay. No time. No time right now. I will give you till next week to tell me a director oh, no. right now who's making better films than Christopher Nolan. Okay. There you go. You have your assignment for next week. I have my assignment for next week. We are the incredible critics. Incredible, not because we're great. But much like deciding to stay out all night to get some free wild wings, our credibility <laughs> should seriously be questioned. Are you are you speaking to somebody specifically, Ben, when you bring that up? <laughs> that voice is none other than Tim Gruber. What up? How's it going? Uh, it's it's the tired, it's the very tired <laughs> voice of Tim Gruber. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that momentarily. Frankie. Yeah maybe will be joining us to back up his claim that uh, there are better directors out there right now than Christopher Nolan. Uh, We'll see. He's going to, he's going to try to join us via his phone. So he'll just drop it. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Right. So that also can't promise anything. (laughs) that could also crash and burn much like everything else that we do. Uh, Tim. Yeah. How, uh, how has your week been going? And uh, tell us about your recent adventures. The week was good. My weekend was pretty good. On Sunday morning, I got up really early to go to church as typical, you know, as most pastors do. Yeah, most. Yeah. And uh, and then we were at church all day long. And then pastors do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because then we had an event. So. (laughs) I didn't get to like rest at all. We just had an event. Yep. Brittany's on the podcast. Great. There you are, Brittany. What up, Brittany? Great. Uh, If you're watching on the video version. Yes. You saw Brittany trying to make fun of us. We've uh, started to just like go live on Google Hangouts at 8 p.m. on Mondays. So, uh, you know, feel free to watch live if you check that out. Or you can watch it later on YouTube on the YouTubes. Yeah, so we did this event. Um, it was a, a volunteer appreciation night. It was really fun. It was a fiesta. It was a party. Um, and so we literally, we called it a fiesta. And of we course. ate tacos. Naturally. And uh, so I get home, you know, we watch, we're watching, you know, some crazy football games happening. Uh, single tier for how poorly the vikings played <laughs> um they would say played so bad really so bad but um uh, and then uh you know the plan was that myself and our children's pastor uh nat Noel, shout out nat he doesn't listen uh <laughs> that he <laughs> that that we would he would come over here and we would like he could he was gonna sleep in our guest room and we were gonna get up at like four in the morning and go over there okay go over to go, buffalo go over to buffalo wild, wild wings. wings okay because the new buffalo For- wild wings quaker town is opening up 
Except he, I said, hey, why don't you drive by on your way here? Why don't you just swing over there and check it out? And he swung over there, and there was people in tents already. Oh, my gosh. So, now I prepared for something like this. Okay. We borrowed a, a blind from my father-in-law that was like a pop-up <laughs> tent blind for hunting. Um, and a propane heater. Um, the little buddy. And so, Nat swung back by over here we loaded everything up changed and waited stayed the entire night oh my gosh from 9 30 until i don't know 10 30 outside that uh that static that you hear is none other than frankie fusco dropping in on us hey how's it going is the static he's alive enough? yeah you're all right i turned off the uh, i had the heater on ah <clears throat> Frankie, are you currently driving? I am currently driving, but I have a headset on, so oh, I'm good. I, all right. The camera, the camera's off, so it's hands free. That's that's. Oh, legal. good. That's good. Yeah. Just it's gonna be Thanks. loud when I cough because I don't have a chance to hit the mute button anymore. Well, so. don't cough. Uh, don't breathe. Uh, so Tim, uh, so <laughs> yeah. you got over there at nine thirty. Got over there at about nine thirty at night. So you waited um, fourteen and a half hours. Yeah, so it opened at, at well, it opened at ten. Oh, actually. okay. So, opened at ten. Sorry. Yeah, twelve um, and a half hours. I thought it was gonna open at eleven, but it opened at ten. Yeah, it was crazy. So we were there, and we ended up being, we were probably like the fortieth people there, but we ended up being in the first like twenty people that got in, and so I got for all of our people who are just listening and not watching, uh, I got one of these. It it's is a, a book. It's a coupon booklet. It says free wings for a, for a year. And it's uh it's like every six days I can get Yeah, it's wings. Like, kind of, it's kind of a ripoff. I mean it was not ripoff because it's free. So it's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Then, I mean because I, I, I work at Buffalo Wild Wings, uh yeah. at least used to, and it's just like I we had one customer get like infuriated because we call it free wings for a year, yeah. but it's not. It's technically free wings every six, you know every six days so once a week you yeah. can come in and get free wings and, and it's and only also, a snack size yeah and also technically this doesn't go an entire year it mm -hmm. goes from the 22nd to the 19th <laughs> yeah <laughs> so great where are my free oh. wings for those last three days of next so, year so um, tim yeah was it worth it yeah i got free wings for for a year are so. you gonna go though yeah yeah are you Yes. But the new one's not far from your house. It's right? so close to my house. It's yeah. so close. So I'm definitely going to go. See, my philosophy on this is like, I hate opening day of Rita's. Mm, yeah. Because they're so Rita's opening day gives out free water ice. I tried to say that in my best Philly accent. It didn't really come across. I meant yeah. water ice. Water ice. Water ice. Um, to everybody that that comes in and there's always like a line of like 50 people yeah and i'm like you know what no thanks i'll 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 spend my two dollars tomorrow and not have to wait in line thank you <laughs> thank you though so i don't know that being said i did also wait out all night uh for a black friday deal for a new tv when i was in college so you know I spent three hundred dollars, and you did got free and wings it was, for a year. Yeah, and it was above freezing, so there's that. There, that's true. But uh, yeah, I'm so tired, and I still <laughs> went to. The, I'm 
so tired. And uh, I literally fell asleep right before we were recording this. And so in other uh, words, in other words, Tim brought his a game today. Oh yeah. <laughs> Frankie, how's your week been? My week has been, um, it's been crazy. It's been kind of good, I guess. I don't Look know. both ways before you turn. They, uh, thank you. I will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let me turn that off. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't forget to turn that off. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything crazy happened this weekend. I, um, yeah, sorry, man. I wasn't prepared for that question. You're fine. Come in at the end of it. Uh, Come on, no- Frankie. Nothing really. I'm trying to think if I did anything this weekend. I did nothing. I did nothing important at all. <laughs> there was football games, and that was about it. And then I mm. went to go to the movies, and I didn't. I only have a couple of days left to make sure I use my movie pass this month in order to make sure I get my money's worth. So I got to do that. Got to get on that this week. All right. Well, well, let's talk about that. We don't talk about sports ever, but football games. Oh yeah. Patriots beat Jacksonville and uh, Philly beat Minnesota. Yeah. What'd you guys think? Oh, I, uh, I, it's going to upset a lot of people, but I cannot stand the Eagles and it's not the Eagles that I can't stand. Eagle it's the fans. Eagles fans. I can't yes. Stand. I hear you. And I, it stems a little bit. We're just going to upset I'm, people. That's yeah, good. I'm, I'm a it's Cowboys fine. fan. So that's part of the reason why, wow. but it's also because they're just so rude and mean. So there was video as soon as the day started of Vikings fans walking to the stadium and there was just a whole bunch of Eagles fans throwing beer cans at them. Right. It was half crazy. full, half not full. They did a lot Some of real, Vikings real dumb stuff. Yeah, like it's just, and I just, uh, I have no tolerance for that. I just think it's, they don't deserve good things. Uh, but that being said, the team themselves, I love football. Uh, they played like champions. They, you know, they deserve they the win. Showed they showed up really well. Real. They, they did an awesome game. Uh, they proved everybody wrong. Uh, so, you know, good for them. Good for the team. Um, I really like their quarterback, Carson Wentz, who's been out. He's a, seems like a great guy. Um, yeah, so. and, and Nick Foles. If I were Nick Foles, all I would post online every single day for the next <laughs> two weeks is don't call it a comeback. I never went anywhere except for to like the Rams for a little bit, <laughs> except, for, except for the Rams for a little bit. Yeah, it'd be good. I liked your idea about Good-ish doing a biopic. I think I would totally, as much as I dislike the Eagles, I'd totally be down. Uh, to oh, yeah, so yeah. So, Ben, tell give us a rundown. Uh, who are you? Who are you fan casting in your biopic that you're going to be shooting in about 15, 20 years? So I jokingly said uh, uh, Miles Teller and uh, Mark Wahlberg, and then that Mark Wahlberg was too expensive, so we'll take Donnie. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Mark Wahlberg would agree with you about that statement. You know, he's always paying for Donnie anyway. Right. And, uh, <laughs> M- Miles Teller is a great cast because he's from he's a huge Eagles fan. He's from Downingtown. Oh, I didn't oh, even yeah, know that. True. Oh, you didn't know that? I thought that's no. why you picked him. Yeah, he's from Downingtown, Pennsylvania, so he's a giant Eagles fan. No, I uh, I like Miles Teller more than most, so that's just why I picked him. And I figure, you know, give him like ten years, let him let him age a little bit, get a little more experience under his belt. Um. So yeah, so that was the uh, the Nick Foles biopic. But first, he's got to win the Super Bowl, which which should be interesting. Yeah. I was actually rooting for the Eagles, um, because like my brother in law is an Eagles fan, um. And then I remember just how many people from uh, Philly area, Philly natives, I follow on Facebook. And then I got super annoyed and I remembered why I didn't like them and why I never rooted for them before. (laughs) I thought I could escape it by by moving to Baltimore, but but that didn't happen. So 
Womp womp. Yeah. And then the Patriots Jacksonville game. I mean, everyone, pretty much the whole country doesn't like the Patriots except for the New Englands. Um, and of course, they won because they're the greatest team of all time. So, I mean, regardless of whether or not you like them, yeah. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, they're they're the greatest. Uh, you can hate them, but you can't deny that they are the best. Uh. <laughs> that's the sentiment shared by most um yeah. i don't know if we have anything to talk about but we'll uh talk about what's on and then we're gonna discuss uh frankie's bold claims of his favorite <laughs> directors and we'll tear that apart but first let's talk about what's on Guys, what you been watching this week? Tim, Star why don't Trek. you take it away? Star, Star Trek. Trek all day, every day. Catching up? Uh, no, I actually, and I don't know, Frankie might reflect this. I, I got to watch a few um, mid-season premieres of some superhero shows. Nice. Yeah, Ben. Nice. Really nice. Um, so, The Flash. I'll be back um, in like, uh, you know... 45 minutes once you're done yeah right well evidently frankie will be back in about 45 minutes <laughs> right frankie he disappeared um but Maybe no he'll be back yeah i'm sure frankie will say the same thing because we we talked about uh watching these but um yeah the flash came back arrow came back there's frankie uh arrow came back supergirl came back and then they premiered a new show that I did not get to watch yet. That Grease I really want to check it out. <laughs> black Lightning. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <Grease> lightning. <laughs> Go Black Lightning. Okay. Now, um, now there is a superhero show that I'd give a shot. A Grease musical lightning. called Grease Lightning, starring a John Travolta lookalike as a oh. mid fifties. What was it? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Was that the the group? Whatever. Thunderbirds, the T-Birds. Yes. Are... T-Birds. Yeah, T-Birds. Yeah. I mean, and uh, he gets a magical comb that allows him to grease. shoot things, grease things, grease greasing hair. things is his superpower. That's a grease. that's a show I'd watch. He's a greaser, so it works. All right. So, yeah, but uh, what did Frank... you think of all the midseason premieres? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I uh, I definitely enjoyed uh, the Flash. Um, without giving anything away, uh, the Flash was on trial, which was really fun. Not the Flash specifically, Barry Allen, his normal unpaid ego. parking tickets. <laughs> That's what it was. You know, he he would park his car somewhere and then just run all over the city for days and forget where he parked. I mean, why does and, he have uh, a car? Yeah, it right. Who's to say? Um, but uh, that was that was pretty fun. Um, and Arrow came back. There's a lot of division on Team Arrow right now, so it's going to be interesting for the for the back half of the season to see how it goes. And uh, Frankie, how did you feel about Supergirl? Are you there? He He's may not be. I am. Oh, no, here. oh, there he is. Um, I I enjoyed all of the uh, mid season, um, whatever they're called, stars. premieres. Uh, <laughs> What are they? I missed it. But what do they call? Whatever they're called when the season start back up. I enjoyed all the premieres, the mid-season premieres. There you go. Um, Flash was Flash has been impressing me all season long, uh, just like it always has. It's always like a comic book. It's a lot of fun. 
Uh, I, I, yeah, I know you don't watch Supergirl, but I love Supergirl. I still think the story is going is amazing. Um, and the same thing for Arrow too. I, you know, I'm always on and off again with Arrow, uh, but so far the season's been holding my attention. I've been liking it so. And I won't talk about Black Lightning yet until you get to watch it. Okay, good. <laughs> it was, it was, but it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've only heard good things from like anybody that I know. So it's good stuff. Ben, what have you been watching? What is on your screens? Um, well, I was just texting a bunch because I just figured I would let you guys talk. Um, cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't watched that much in the last week. Um, I started watching Bright. Have either of you guys watched Bright on Netflix? I did not. I did. I liked it. So it's getting a lot of but hate. I can, I can, it's, so here's the thing. It's getting a lot of hate from critics and political people and things like that. But the average viewer, a lot of the viewers love it. Yeah, I mean, it's their most successful yeah, show. Netflix audience, you're, you know, I'd say the yeah, movie. Right. It's their most successful movie. I think they've already signed a sequel for it. Yeah, they did. Um, I, no, that being said, it's funny. I watched it right after you. What did we talk about? Um, what's it called when they, it, it's an obscure item in a, in a movie? MacGuffin. That, oh, MacGuffin. Yeah, MacGuffin. Oh, it was right yes. after we had the big conversation about MacGuffins and the whole movie bases around a magic wand that really means nothing. Right. It's just to kind of get the story going. So so for anybody that doesn't know, a MacGuffin in cinema is the thing that the characters care about a lot that the audience doesn't. So, you know, you'll see that a lot of time. I mean, yeah, not harping on superhero movies, but a lot of times superhero movies will have, you know, the MacGuffins. Like the, uh, what, the Infinity Stones? Is that the yeah, Marvel Yeah, that'll one? be the MacGuffin. That's yeah. been the ongoing MacGuffin that will be played out this summer <laughs> in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, see, I'm sorry. And Ben I, can't I, wait. That was on me. That was on me. I did that. So that's the MacGuffin. So <laughs> all of the superheroes care about it. All the villains care about it. But the audience, we it doesn't mean all that much to us. So yeah, it's so here's my feeling on Bright. I started watching it. I didn't finish. I don't know if I'll finish. I won't go so far as to say that it's bad i'll just say it's really close to being good but i don't know if it is <laughs> that, and you know what though that's that's a fair analysis and i could see you saying that i i wouldn't think it's a movie that you would really you know that you would say is the best movie of all time or something that you would love i thought it was from an entertainment standpoint i was very entertained watching the movie uh, do I think it deserves a sequel? No, I think a sequel is just gonna be horrible. I can't see a good sequel coming from this movie. My main so, issue with it is um, like I feel like they should have taken one of the analogies and like just really pursued that, but instead they tried to take like all of that type of science fiction. Like, let's take all of the concepts from Lord of the Rings and just put it in like normal time. Stuff it in L.A. Yeah, it just it it felt weird. I feel like there should have been like snippets of those things rather than like so heavy into the sci-fi. But I mean, I, a lot of people like it, so you know, I, I don't like. I said I don't necessarily think it's bad. I just yeah, I wanted it to be good way more than it is. Yeah, that that's fair. And to be honest, Will Smith like 
you know, same thing with uh, Suicide Squad. Like, Will Smith carries the movie. His charm sure. and wit is kind of what makes you love the movie as much as you do. So. And that's pretty much it. I finished Dark, um, which had a pretty, you know, a, a decent ending uh, for the first season. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, they, they signed on for a second season, um, but that's pretty much been it. I, I haven't had a lot of time to, to watch stuff. Let me know when the American version of that comes out and I'll totally watch it. It'll probably I, be I mean, it's, it's dubbed, you know, it's not too yeah. bad. No, I watched like the first episode and I like, couldn't do it. The dub was killing me. I can understand. I think I'd that. almost rather it be in a foreign language and just read the subtitles. <laughs> I actually would as well, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so next we wanted to, you know what? Let's talk. Uh, Frankie, are you, are, do you have your list of directors that you wanted to talk about? Oh, is he gone? Oh, no, Frankie no, conveniently here, cut out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys um, hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you uh, have your yeah, list? Because yeah, we, we have. We can talk about it. Let's 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 preface it because there's a couple different lists here that we had going on that we had some behind the scenes, back and forth banter. I would say between <laughs> me and Ben. So what he said in the podcast last week was, "Who do you think is a better director than?" Christopher Nolan, you know, give me somebody, which made me think he was saying that Christopher Nolan is his apps. Well, first off, and his actions, the way he talks about it all the time, <laughs> about how much he loves. Oh, this Christopher Nolan movie. This is the and that he thinks Christopher Nolan is the best director. I disagree. I do not think Christopher Nolan is the best director. I don't have a best director list. That's why I couldn't say it last night off the top of my head. I wanted to think about it and go ahead because it's it, there's a difference between who I think is a better director and who I like better as a director. Um, that being said, I think, uh, you know, I love, uh, Kevin Smith, but I wouldn't necessarily say that he's a better director than Christopher Nolan. Sure. He's making very, very different films. In fact, he's not, you know, Christopher Nolan is a better director than Kevin Smith, but Kevin Smith, I very much enjoy Kevin Smith and I think he's a great director. And and just to be... Just to be, uh, clear, what I said is who's making better films right now. Right, who's making better films right now than Christopher Nolan? Not that you think he's your favorite all-time director, which I still think he's your favorite all-time director. I think you're a little fanboy um, bias, and I think you definitely have a Christopher Nolan here at all. Tim's just looking back and forth because he's like the uh, the child stuck in a bitter divorce on this yeah. debate. He's been on like all of our text threads yeah. as they got increasingly heated. I was like, well, I just missed 17 more messages. Because meanwhile, <laughs> Frankie keeps saying that I'm biased without providing any proof, and that uh, that uh, that annoys me. So, <laughs> it, all you do is talk about him. I just feel like it's constantly Christopher Nolan this, Christopher Nolan that. You know, I don't what know, Frankie, said, it sounds like you have a man crush on Kevin Smith. I mean, that's like all you can talk about today. I mentioned him. This is the first time ever. I don't know if you uh, like <coughs> comedies or if you hate them, but I love comedies. And that's why I feel like you might like Kevin Smith more because he's making non-traditional comedies. And I'm a fan right. of comedies. And I, and, I am too. <laughs> dude, I'm Same. totally giving you crap. You're taking it seriously. 
Uh, well, I'm serious though. I like more comedic directors than I think other ones, and that's why there's a difference between better and best. Same thing being said. Judd Apatow, I think, is I love Judd Apatow. He'd be my top five favorite directors. He's definitely not the, a better director than Christopher Nolan. Better than Christopher Nolan, though. We can get into that. Um, right off, you know, I'm not going to put him in any specific order. Sure. But um, Josh Whedon, um, Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino. Um, who else did I have? Martin Sorskazi. Martin Sorskazi. I think you have to be so able to so, pronounce his name. Okay, sorry, Josh. So Josh. Josh Whedon. Josh. Josh Whedon. How did you enjoy his last Avengers film that was critically acclaimed? Wait, what? I can't hear you. What'd you say? Oh. Sorry, just you go through your list. Uh, Go through your list, Frankie. Sorry. That was it. Oh, we're now now tuning in live to our uh, Word on the Street with Frankie (laughs) Busco. I hate you guys. It's not my fault. I have no service where I'm driving. Anyway, that was my list. I hope it all registered. I think there was like five. It did. So what I would say to that is, all right, Quentin Tarantino, I can understand that pick. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino is always, I want to like his movies and so much more than I actually do. Exactly That's how true. I feel. I, to- I totally agree with you. I, I mean, I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino fan, but I think he's a better director and his movies, you know, are have a huge following and people love them and i think they they're do. very well they're very well directed and they're very well made and i think he's a great director i just don't he's just not in my you know particular taste so in what i said about christopher nolan is that he's so we talked uh, when we talked about annihilation that there's this awkward balance of needing to make a movie that is commercially viable like the transformers films like say whatever you want about michael bay he makes studios money he just prints cash for them uh and then making things that are you know interesting and intriguing filmmaking that think outside of the box you know to me terrence malick is really along that side um where it's not accessible to a large audience but is really unique uh uh unique experience in film and what i the what i said was that christopher nolan is the best at you know coming to the center of that and being an equilibrium between those two things of making a movie that's commercially viable but also has really intriguing filmmaking aspects to it so um but you can argue i i would say as much as i would hate to admit this because i don't want to put his name out there because i can't stand the guy but if you're going from that aspect i think it's a different list too and i would think that james cameron would be better than Mm. Or uh, what, mean, about, what about Ron Howard, who is absolutely amazing? They're here's both more commercially viable yeah, than you, I think actually interesting I'll, film. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Here's what I'll say about Avatar: is like, it's it's the biggest film that everybody's forgotten. Right. Right. Not James Cameron. It's the best film of all time. It's, it's only Cameron. not James Cameron for the last uh, when he's how he's been trying to make sequels to this movie for since what, the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, commercially unbelievable success. It was all the rate, like everybody saw that movie. But if yeah, I, mean, I go and ask random cross sections, yeah, well, yeah. But if I ask random cross sections of people, like, 
what was Avatar? You know, what was it? What did you like about it? And they'd be like, oh, it was really bright, you know, cool things. And blah. Okay, what happened? What was the plot about? Uh. Yeah, nobody remembers. Uh, Everyone should blue, know the plot. Blue people. Well, yeah. <laughs> the blue people. <laughs> it's dances with wolves. It's, um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think at the time you have to look at when he, you know, and he's a weird person to say, but I, but he's still coming out with new movies. So I'd still consider him in that list. Um, at the time when Avatar came out, everyone loved it. it. You know, critics loved it. People loved it. I mean, what about Rain Johnson? Like, wouldn't you say the new Star Wars fits that? Yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah, no, all of Ryan, you know Ryan Johnson's film, uh, more so his recent ones with Looper and then this, but even you know the Brothers Bloom, that's a little more artsy, and Brick was definitely right. more you know film school well, type yeah. film. Um, no, so so my list that I would say top five in, uh, oh, I want to so put right- once again going back to what you said last week. Right now, the list should be the better better director than. That's what you said last week. I understand a couple of weeks ago, that's what you were talking about. But when you were talking to me, I assumed you just meant better director than Christopher Nolan. And that's why I was arguing with you. Because I thought well, you sure. Christopher Nolan is the best director ever. And I was like, no, right. Not ever, which, but it's still working. Sure. It, which I would say. Alfred Hitchcock is the best ever. I mean, that's fair. I, I You know, you can't argue with that. So what I would say, uh, I would say Christopher Nolan would be in my top five. But of people making films right now, so I think about it like, okay, who's making films that I'd be more excited to see than Christopher Nolan? Like that's kind of one one aspect that I'm thinking of with this. So okay. top five in no particular order would be uh, Guillermo del Toro, yeah, uh, Terrence Malick, uh, Shane uh, Carith, I think is his last name. He did Primer and Upstream Color, mm. which were two like, you know in super indie low budget films that i think were uh phenomenal sci-fi uh, both sci-fi yes yeah. uh and he's not making enough films in my opinion um and then the last one would be a uh alfonso curan same thing with him he's not making enough films uh that i would that as i would like um because his filmmaking is just gold to me. Uh, he's director of children of men, uh, most recently gravity, but he kind of does like one film every like, you know, four to five years. Um, so that would kind of be my list. Ryan Johnson. I really want to have in the list, but he's just not quite there yet for me. I just got a chance to actually look at my list. I forgot. Um, and I just forgot him again, which is really irritating. Um, <laughs> Ridley Scott was my other one. I think is a better director. Than yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm not going to disagree with that, but it his he's had some more he's had more misses lately than uh, than hits. You know, I'm not disagreeing with your list, but I still think that Christopher Nolan is is the best at those two things, which is why his movies have so much success and it's also why his movies he hasn't won best director because his movies are better directors oh okay go ahead sorry he says the person who hates the academy no um because there are films and directors that are making more academy driven films as opposed to the kind of combination that I'm, i'm talking about with it being like focused on being commercially viable as well 
Um, so I'm hoping he he'll definitely get a nod. I don't think he has enough to win this year with Dunkirk, but we shall see. Yeah, well, listen, I'll give it to him. He's never made a movie yet that talks about how hard it is to be an actor in Hollywood. <laughs> That'll be his next one. Uh, so lastly, real quick, what I want to talk about, I know we're coming up on the, uh, coming up on, on, you know, we try to end right around a half hour, but real quick, I want to talk about a little, little teaser trailer. Yo, where them kangaroos at? Brian Dundee? Yep. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Why? Why do you keep saying really? So that is the teaser, the second teaser trailer for Dundee the movie. Supposedly a trailer or a sequel to Crocodile Dundee starring the son uh, called Dundee, the son of a legend returns home. So this, I didn't even realize, like I literally just saw this right before the show started and there's some uh, skepticism over whether or not this movie is actually real. Yeah. (laughs) What, when I clicked the link, I was so ready to absolutely hate this. But then I saw Dan- Danny McBride and Chris Hemsworth. And I'm not going to lie, that's that's a movie I'd probably I'd I'd give it a shot. That that's like a buddy com an Australian buddy comedy that I would enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if it's real. I mean, it's so the weird thing to me is that nobody knew this existed until the right. teaser came out last week. Um and the, the first teaser is just like this huge, like wide cinematic sweeping shot of like some Australian outback somewhere. And there's Danny McBride standing there and you don't really know who it is. And then it kind of it kind of gets a close up on him and he's like. Good day, losers or whatever. Right. <laughs> I don't know what he says. So supposedly. This is he's he's a, a an unknown son of Mick Dundee from the original Crocodile Dundee films. And he has to save his father who got lost in the outback. Maybe he's kind of an idiot, but he's a complete idiot and an American idiot. So I don't know, man. I I give this a shot. Do you? I give it a shot, too. But do you think it's real? Uh, I'm I hope, not I hope sure. It's real. So like one real real quick and then I'll and then Frankie you can talk about what what you're thinking but the some like a theory that I've heard is that this is this is actually just a bunch of teasers leading up to the Super Bowl maybe for some like Super Bowl commercials that are for like traveling to Australia like a tourist like a funny tourist commercials i mean if that's the case that is some brilliant marketing and whatever firm they got to do that yeah deserves right. to get paid more what do you Frank, think frankie did you have a chance to check this out i did um i 
that I haven't heard that theory, but that is a really good theory, and that would be kind of genius. Uh, they probably get paid more, but they had to give all that money to actually advertise during the Super Bowl. Um, I I don't know. I kind of hope it's real. I thought maybe that it was just kind of you know like a, a joke teaser trailer, but then it had such it's going to have such a big you know hit that they'll actually make it into a movie because. And honestly, all those uh, Danny McBride movies and TV shows, like, they don't cost much to make. So the right. overhead is really low. So the fact that they could easily do, like, a trailer like this and kind of as a joke, half seeing how it would go. And then if people like it, you know, go ahead and make the movie. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this gets made or not. I, I don't, I, like I said, I really wanted to hate it, but I just didn't. Uh, so anyway, let us know if you agree with kind of what our thoughts on the best directors are out right now. Next week, we'll be talking about the uh, Academy Award nominations and everything like that. But feel free to connect with us. You can follow us on Twitter at Three Critics Pod or connect with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Incredible Critic. Until next week. Let's see. How did I do it before? What are you doing? What was that? Is Brittany making just some alien noise? Brittany wants to be on the show. Nope, you're on the show now. You're on it now. Yep, yeah, we were recording. It's there. This, this is live, Brittany. It's there. Listen, thank you, dear. Listen, YouTube audience. <laughs> like, I got this shot from... Oh, where is this? I'm not sure. And the, the, the meteorologist, <clears throat> he's like, All right, here's some advice from from twitter if you rarely drive on snow just pretend you're taking grandma to church and there's a platter of biscuits and two <laughs> gallons of sweet tea and a glass jars in the back seat she's wearing a new dress and holding a crock pot full of gravy <laughs> what